Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host, Maxine, and we're on episode 84. And I'm back. And I'm back. And I'm back, 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 back. All right. So I'm back in town, back in the H town, back in my apartment, back in my space, back in my cultivated element. And it feels great. And I'm back with some updates because, bitch, I, you know, last week, as we all know, I took a break, um, didn't post an episode. And the episode prior, I said the upcoming episode will be the few days before meeting Baller Bay. And now that I took that break, and now that I'm back with this episode, clearly I have met with Baller Bay and. I changed my mind, hence the title of this episode. I already knew the title of this episode prior to filming the episode, and typically I don't come up with the title until the end of the episode, until I've already listened back to it and I discover a perfect title for it. But coming into this episode, I knew exactly what I would title it. And the title is, say it with me, I changed my mind. Um, no, no, no. That should be another, that should be like a, a working title too. No, no, no. Um, what else can I say? Uh, absolutely not. Um, no, I'm not interested any more. That's the title. That's the theme of my dating life. And that's the tweet. And that's it for today. And y'all have a good night. Look, I don't know where to begin or I didn't know where to begin. So I literally drafted all that needs to be said to walk you guys through why I have changed my mind on Bala Bay. And at this point, I'm just going to call him Jolly Green Giant Bay. For those who listened to the previous episode, and please listen back, and even the episodes prior. So I think it was about two or three episodes I dedicated, not the whole episode, but like a good chunk of that episode I dedicated to um, meeting Bala Bay. And that was a name I gave him at the time. So that's why I'm going to stick with that name. But there's context to why I'm going to go back and forth with Bala Bay and the name Jolly Green Giant. So if you listen to previous episodes, please go ahead and listen if you haven't. But if you have, I have already shared that he is 6'10". And at that point, I was like, okay, ooh, like that's cute. And it is, like essentially it is a cute um aesthetic right a tall man that's typically whenever women describe their perfect man their height is one of the 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 uh, traits that we are looking forward to a tall man a man who's at least taller than us right and we'll say at least six foot two or at least six feet at least that um so when i came across someone who's six ten i'm like oh this is cute now that's my bad that's what I could say right now, because that is my bad. It's my bad for thinking it's ever okay for me to date someone 
gigantically tall like that? Is 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 my bad to ever think it's okay to date a Goliath? Is my bad? Is my bad? Is mine? So I. Of course, for those who listen, I have shared, I've met him virtually, okay? We met via an online dating app and connected through there. We've been talking, well, we've talked we, since no longer because I've changed my mind. Um, we've talked consistently for weeks, so three weeks in total, and a few days. So the few days that I've been back in Houston. Um, so, but it's been about three, three weeks, three full weeks of us talking consistently, literally every day. He's um, hit me up. He's texted me. He's initiated the conversation. And that's been great. That's something that I like in the person I'm talking to, the person that I'm feeling at the moment. I like to feel like, I am not just on your mind, but I am actively on your mind. Like you're not just, oh, I just, I thought about you today. No, no, no. What did you do when you thought about me? Oh, you called me? That's what I like to hear. Oh, you came to see me? That's what I like to hear. Oh, you, you know, planned this beautiful, adventurous date with me, for me? That's what I like to hear. I don't like to hear why I thought about you, <laughs> okay? I don't like to hear you know, I missed you. What does that mean? I don't, what? Like words don't mean much if it's not followed with action for me. So he would consistently call me. Well, text me. We will text a lot. We've had a few, well, we had one really long phone call conversation and that went really well. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm liking this guy. And I knew in his pictures that he was tall. And according to his to his uh, descriptors on the app, it tells you his height. He wrote down 6'10". And in his pictures, he's standing with his family. He's clearly the tallest one there. But it just didn't even occur to me to even think that this man could be the jolly green giant that we're all looking for. You know, it just didn't occur to me that this man could be Sasquatch right? Isn't that his name? Sasquatch? It, it couldn't occur to me, this is the man that everyone's looking for that they say is a myth. No, no, no. He's at my front door. This is a real life man who I could touch and poke and who wouldn't just evaporate. This is a real man. So 6'10 is tall as fuck. So that's just me letting you guys know. If you're into that, then cool. If you're not, please please adhere to what I am saying, okay? I just thought at that time, okay, he saw us cute. Like, I like to raise my neck a little, you know? <laughs> I like to raise my neck. What's wrong with that little exercise? I like to, that's like, it's like romantic. Like it has some type of romance element to it. So I was just leaning into that idea that I've already created in my mind. Y'all know I'm so quick to create ideas in my mind and go off on these like imaginative adventures and scenarios with my partner. And literally I have everything in my head. And then when I see it in real life, I'm just, this, is, this doesn't match up. It does not match up. So anyway, 
conversation's great. Um, like it's effortless, but now I'm going to walk you guys through because now looking back at the conversations, I've noticed a couple of things that mm, I wouldn't really like long-term. So anyway, so the conversations were great, effortless. He'll just naturally hit me up. We'll talk about any little thing that like pops up and the conversation will just flow from there. And I like stuff like that. I don't like to feel like, and I've said this before, y'all know, I don't like, um, like, managed conversations or conversations that's rehearsed. You know, when people ask, what do you like to do for fun? Or when someone you're dating or someone you're talking to ask you, what do you like to do for fun? I don't like stuff like that. Or like, tell me some, tell me more about yourself. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Let's just talk to me and then figure out the more that you need to know about me. You know, anything else, it just feels so orchestrated and it lacks the organic feel that I need when I'm entering a relationship with somebody. I want to feel like you just know how to talk. Okay, are you dumb? So conversations are great, right? So then there's a lot of anticipation being met, right? Like we're both experiencing anticipation to finally, you know, be with each other, hang out and, you know, just be in each other's physical company. Um, and we'll say things like, you know, just a few more days, you know, can't wait to see you or can't wait for you to be laying up next to me, you know, kind of cute stuff like that. And it's cute. It's cute. Right. And it goes more into my whole need for this fantasy that I create in my mind. Like it, it, it helps me with this image that I'm, that I'm daydreaming about when it comes to the conversations that I have with a guy. And then I just, when I'm done with the conversation, I just sit in that daydream and I continue to build off of it. So it aids me in that. So I'm liking it because it's not just, it doesn't feel one-sided. It doesn't feel like I'm just the only one interested in seeing you. He's reciprocating that. He's saying that clearly. He's he's making his feelings known. It, it feels good. It feels good to have that affirmation. And that's a part of the love language that I need. I need to feel affirm. I need your words to affirm me. I need your actions to affirm me. That is my love language. So, and quality time. Okay, so he was meaning that. Quality time, yes, we wasn't seeing each other in person, but we were consistently checking in with each other. We were not checking in like he's my master, no, but just how's your day? What's going on? Hey, how you doing? You know, just like conversation. We were spending that quality time. We were getting to know more of each other. We were listening to what we would say or not say, and we would just kind of build off of that. And it felt good. It felt good. And honestly, here's the thing. I think this quarantine, especially for me, I think sometimes we get into situations just because we're bored and because there's nothing else to do. Okay. And don't get me wrong. I had other things to do. Like I had, and yes, I, um, the school year ended already. So I was done teaching and I was on, in my summer break essentially, but I still try to occupy my time as best as I can. So I would read like a lot of books throughout the, the time that I was home and I would cook, I would clean, I would organize, like I would find something to do. I would binge watch. And that's something that's productive for me. Like it's, I like to explore my thinking and my curiosity and 
all of that just makes up my day. So it wasn't like I was completely bored. I had shit to do, but there were moments when, hmm, uh, what, what can I do now? You know, hmm, I don't have that human romantic interaction. Hmm, let me go ahead and just dabble into this app. And that's what I did. So when I was doing that, it was feeding this, this need or this desire to explore just that dynamic, to explore just this part of me that isn't being filled up, you know? So I wasn't getting that, um, I wasn't getting that fix, that emotional romantic fix. So let me go ahead and just get that fix, right? So essentially he was that fix. And that sounds fucked up now, but he was that fix for that time and he served his purpose and I changed my mind. But there's more to why I changed my mind. But that's, in retrospect, I could see why um, I engaged with him for as long as I did considering the image that I created in my head about him and the consistency that he had um, presented in my life at the time. And I was just, it was cool, it was cool. And also... So there was this other guy who prior to Bala Bay, I reached out to, he was an old fling and I recently reached out to him and we fucked for, you know, a couple of times and he kind of fell off the face of the earth. So when, let's call him Nigerian Bay, he fell off the face of the earth. So I just, okay, so no one else is giving me that fix. I already X'd out and purged out Boston Bay. That nigga's done. And African Nigerian Bay suddenly want to fall off of the face of the earth. I just want a consistent fuck. Like, I just want someone who I could consistently reach out to, who's available whenever I want, who could give me that little fix. And then I'll hit you up in a few days. You know, like, just be ready for me. That's, that's all I'm asking. And yet, when Nigerian Bay fell off the face of the earth, now I'm left with dust. So I went on the dating app, try to reach back out to Educated Bay, as y'all know. Um, that one went as far as it did. And now been speaking to or has spoken to Bala Bay for a little bit. So anyway, consistency was key. That made him great in my book. He and I was anticipating on my return to Houston. So boom, great. I return to Houston just a few days ago. And let's just say the nerves are kind of settling in. And I would feel a little nervous prior to um, actually arriving back in Houston. Um, but I would try to reassure myself, well, According to his picture, he looks like this, right? He, you know, I'm attracted to this. Like, he looks good, right? Like, I'm trying to convince myself it's good. It feels good, right? It feels good. Um, but I noticed in some of his pictures, I think it was, there was a posture that he took more in comparison to other pictures. So, I, you know, you guys know he's 6'10". And I noticed, yes, he has some standing up pictures, but there are a couple of pictures of him sitting down and his frame is so elongated. Like it's like his legs is reaching under the coffee table. That's how long 
his legs are. And I'm noticing them because like, hmm, that's interesting. Like, and I'm just taking note of it, but it's still not registering to me that he's a jolly green giant. So I'm thinking, okay, that's interesting. And I notice also while he's sitting down, he would cock his head back on the chair or on the couch. He'll cock his head back and has if like he's trying to maybe kind of reduce the, 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 the height that he is. To, to not look so big. So he tries to cock his head back or, um, well, in the pictures, he did cock his head, but not try to. He actually cocked his head back. And I noticed that. So I'm like, mm, that's interesting. I wonder why he does that. Um, but then again, I would try to justify it. Like, well, he has other pictures of him standing up and it can't be that bad. Like maybe the people around him are just super, super short. Like, you know, mom, and I, there's a picture of him with his mom or it looks like his mom. And I asked, but she looks like a mother. And mothers are typically short, like not that tall. So she was short. But now in retrospect, I'm looking at it like maybe she was just average height and he's the real big giant. Yikes. So anyway, I'm thinking all these things. I'm getting a little nervous about it. And also because I've met with a guy I've connected with on a dating app. I met him in real life. Um, one time before, and I was just utterly disappointed because he was very manipulative in his pictures. He didn't know his real self. He didn't show his almond head that I realized on our first date. He didn't show the verses that he suddenly got installed on. Like he didn't show that in pictures, but it was clear on the first date. Um, he didn't show the small ass frame that he, like, not only are you short, but it's one thing to be short and it's another thing to be petite short. Like, you don't have any muscles? No, no, no. There's not one ounce of muscle? Like, there's not even some fat? What are you doing during the day? Like, what is happening that you think it's okay to be a man who's in his mid-30s and to not just have an almond-shaped head, not to just have braces, but to have no muscles? I don't know. Okay. Mm. Call me, call me what you want. Call me what you want. But my point is present yourself as is in the pictures. So I know what to expect when I, and yeah, of course, you wanna present your best self, right? But when you are hiding your real self in the process, that's manipulative. And I don't like that. Like rock who you are. If you want to rock your almond shape head, if you want to rock your braces, rock it. Don't hide it. And then when I see you on our first date, you talking about, so I have braces. That's, that's what he said to me. <laughs> I was like, nigga, I gotta go because this is not what I signed up for. And that's the problem. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, no shot to niggas with braces. No shot to women with braces. It's not what I signed up for. If I'm dating you, I want to know what I'm getting into before I get into it. And you not showing me that you have braces is just a big ass red flag of what to expect later on in our relationship. And maybe that's a reach. Maybe it's a reach. But my point is, don't start with a lie. Because I'm going to think and I'm going to see and I'm going to look for more lies if we continue down this path. Okay? So that was my experience with one guy with whom I met after connected with him on a dating app. And I was just utterly disappointed. So I was fearing for that same experience. Um, there was even one point when I was talking to Bala Bay and I was like, I hope you're not a catfish. Because I asked him one time 
because he asked me for my, for a picture of me for his contact for his contact info um contact profile pic because you know on your phone you can have a picture of that person as they call you or text you so he asked for a picture of me I sent him a picture of me and then later on I asked him for one back his picture back was like it looked like a paparazzi picture. Like someone else took the picture and it was him in a candid pose. So I was looking at it and it was like kind of a distant shot. Maybe the quality of the camera wasn't great. So maybe that added to it. But the shot just looks so like, like, like he got it from someone else's page and like put it together to make it seem like it's his. It looked, just looked kind of funny. So in that moment, I'm thinking, oh my God, has, have I been catfished? Oh my God, what if he's a short Asian man? You know, what if he's really not who he says he is? So I'm like feeling just insecure about it, unsure, um, just completely convinced that he's a catfish. So then silly me want to ask him, are you a catfish? <laughs> Like, do niggas really be like, <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am a catfish. You caught me. No, they don't. But anyway, I did ask him that. He laughed at the question, and I and I explained my reason why I said that. And he was saying how he has several pictures like that on his phone. He doesn't really take selfies. And he's like, at this point, we've already exchanged um, Instagram profiles. So he said, no, I'm not a catfish. You have my Instagram. Like, I'm not. I'm a real person. I'm like, okay, FaceTime me right now so I know it's real. He didn't FaceTime, he didn't FaceTime me at that moment. I guess he's not comfortable with FaceTime, but he ended up showing sending me like a video message through Instagram. Um, just like a candid video message of him talking about something that's happening in his apartment. Okay. So I was feeling assured, okay, he's real, he's a real person. This is who this person is. So, okay, cool. Come the day I return to Houston and we're planning to to meet up. Like he's kind of really persistent. Like, oh, okay, so um, I could come by, or like we could hang out later on, or like he was really planning forward for that, which is which was cool. But it, when I think about it, at that time, yes, I was excited to see him because we've been talking about it, and it's finally here. Here's the day. I was also exhausted coming from the flight that I was on, coming from the 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 car ride from the airport to my apartment, coming from unpacking. It was just a lot of stuff that I just wanted to settle in my own space and missing my home here. I wanted to just be with my home. I just wanted to have one-on-one -on -one with my home. So I took a nap and I just kind of rejuvenated myself, but I still essentially wanted to just be by myself. I, I was going to hang out with him or I wanted to kind of say, let's hang out, you know, the next day. But I didn't say that. Instead, I, I was just so anticipated in seeing him. So though I was really interested in just being in my own space, being my own home by myself, I was really anticipated in seeing him and seeing who this person is in real life, right in front of me, the person who I have been talking to, the person who I've been intimately talking to for the past three weeks now. This, like, I want to see him too. Like, I'm, let, let's go ahead and just see him, right? So I took my nap. After I woke up, um, you know, we we planned for him to come over. Now, that's the thing with me. I just, I feel like 
I'm so, and it's not like I just invite every old nigga over here. I don't, but then I do. So what I mean by that is a lot of the niggas that I've hooked up with in the past have been casual hookups. And many of those men, almost all of them don't, didn't live in Houston. They were just visiting. They was here with some friends and they just came by for like a weekend um, to visit here in Houston. And suddenly me and that person was hooked, like just kind of vibing, connecting and I'll invite them over. They'll be over for that night. Boom, bam, you're gone, right? It's not like I just have niggas just laying out on my carpet <laughs> feeling comfortable. It's not like that at all. It's just literally a job and go. <sighs> so that's, I feel like maybe something I need to work on. I don't know why I just be, I don't know. It's just, I just like to be, anyway, that's something more. That's probably a different episode. But my point is, I should have pushed for us to go outside, <laughs> okay? To not be either in my apartment or his apartment. And I'm not quick to go to a nigga's apartment. Maybe that's another reason why I have more niggas here because I would rather you be in my space where I have authority over than me in your space who, who knows? There might be some bitch in the background who's trying to fight me or, you know, a dog comes out from the corner and tries to bite me. You don't know, you know, some gun pops out and then boom, I'm a part of a drug fight. Like, I'm not doing this. So, but I think I should have pushed for us to not meet in my home or in his home, or in any home. Instead, I should have just actually, I should have just actually just, you know, opted for us to go outside. And yes, COVID is still real. COVID is out here in these streets. Yet, I still should have did that. I, I, we could have went outside, you know, with our mask and walked the park. You know, we could have walked by a beach or something. We could have done something else, you know, and there are some spots open. You know, we could have went to a bar. We could have went out and I didn't do that. So I regret that for sure. And I'll take that into uh, consider not consideration, into actually doing better next time. But that's just my lesson learned because I'm always learning things. Anyway, so I've added him over. I was already cooking that day, so I decided to cook for us, quote unquote. I don't like that. But, you know, I was cooking, and of course, I'm not, I'm not going to eat in your face. I'm going to offer you some food, and, you know, you're going to eat with me, and cool, let it be a thing. So he finally arrives, and y'all, I don't know if I should begin at the point when I heard these loud ass, these loud ass footsteps in my hallway or if I should begin when I look through the peephole of my front door. What please tell me where I should begin. Where should I begin? Um let's start from me peeking through my peephole and seeing a man that was, I thought it was God. Like, you know, there's images of God in um in movies. <laughs> This like this tall fixture of a being. Hello, great sun. I thought it was God in front of my door. Is this the rapture? What's happening? So I looked at the door. I remember when I told y'all he has pictures on his dating profile of his head cocked back um, as he's sitting down. 
So I'm looking through the peephole. He's standing in front of my door and his head is cocked back as he's standing. Do you have an illness? Like stand up straight. What is happening? But his head is literally sitting up like that. And me, the person that I am, I hate an awkward moment. Like I'm quick to crack a joke. I'm quick to make things light to kind of move away from what could be an awkward moment. Like I'm quick to feel the energy in the room and I'm quick to do my best to change it. So I, I smile. I make I make you feel comfortable. I make you feel like you could be yourself with me and I'm not going to judge you. Like I'm that person. And in doing so, I'm essentially dishonoring myself because I'm not looking and recognizing what's happening in the moment and speaking up for what I need to say in the moment. Instead, I'm just, let's just not talk about the awkwardness. Sometimes we need to talk about the elephant in the room. Nigga, you're the elephant in front of my front door. You're the elephant. I need to address that, nigga, you're tall. So his head's cocked back. I open the door, I'm like, hey, like I'm just trying to make it light. Hey, how you doing? Like not realizing or then realizing he is tall, like, it's to the point where are you a real person? Is like, is there somebody inside of you and there's just two people in one? No, no, no. He's tall, y'all. Like Jolly Green Giant tall. Like Sasquatch tall. Goliath tall. Like what other giant can we name? Nigga is tall. Okay. So he walks into my apartment. Y'all, if I could just narrate, ah, if I could narrate every moment, he walks into my apartment, he had to bend his head to, and I don't live in, I'm not like, a, I'm not a small person, I'm not a little person, it's not like I'm living in a little person's place, this is, he has to bend his head to come inside my apartment, oh my god, okay, so, he walks in. I would say my head is to his elbow. That's how tall he is. And then there's more to him. And it's like reaching over me. It's like a monster over me. Like, like it's the crazy nigga is tall. So my instant reaction, and maybe it was offensive, but it was my impulsive reaction. He walks in and I say, damn, you're tall. <laughs> nigga, fuck. <laughs> Goliath who? Nigga is the, he's Goliath. He came from the Bible and God has given me a message. Okay. God built this. What's up? He walks in, damn near broke his head. Okay, from the entrance of my front door, because that's how tall he is. Ooh, there's something in my front. Okay, so at this point, I'm thinking, okay, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> this is not gonna work out. And I gotta find my way out of this. <laughs> like, or I gotta at least do my best in this moment. Cause I'm thinking, Maybe because instantly, as soon as he walks in, I said, Yeah, this ain't, mm, this is not gonna go far for me. <laughs> and let me, let me not be rude because 
he and that's also that that's also something that we all have to work on as women because i think it's something that oh just be nice just be nice and instead of um being truthful to your feelings and honoring how you feel you're just being nice because oh well you just got to be a nice good girl right and that's how i was feeling in the moment because before he came over he was asking me if he need if i needed if he needed if I needed anything from him, like if I needed him to get something real quick from the store. And so he brought a couple of things that I asked for and he brought those things. So what am I do? Just reject him at the door? Like, I didn't want to be rude, you know? So, excuse me. So I didn't want to be rude. I felt like at this point, just go ahead and make the best of it. He's a nice guy, right? I know he's a damn giant. He's probably going to break my furniture, but he's a nice guy. Like, <laughs> I know he's going to walk like, oh my God. Like, don't, don't, you know, those tall niggas, don't, don't, like they'll be walking. That's him. <laughs> Why is this my reality? So he walks in. I say, damn, you're tall. Um, he doesn't really recognize what I said. And, but in that moment, I feel like Instantly, I felt his energy. I felt him being insecure by his height. And I think that explains why he didn't opt for us to hang outside. I don't think he's someone who hangs outside. <laughs> he doesn't stop at a bar. He doesn't stop at a restaurant. I don't think he does that. Because I remember asking him one point before we was talking, before we met, um, I asked him, oh, well, you know, before COVID, what, what do you usually get into? What do you do? You know, what do you like, what do you do on the weekends? Like, you know, what do you do for fun type of question? And he didn't really give me an answer. He just says, I think he just said he just stays at home. Cause he didn't really say anything about, oh, I go to day parties or, oh, I hit up this spot or he didn't really say anything like that. So, and I think that has everything to do with him being insecure about his height, um, so, and I felt that, I felt that energy. And remember when he came to my door and I looked through the people when he was standing with his head cocked back, that is also a manifestation of his insecurity. Why are you standing like that? Like standing who you are. If you want to be, if you, if you're 6'10", standing your 6'10"-ness, right? Standing that proudly, but instead he's trying to like kind of dismiss it in a way. Nigga, you are a giant walking into my small ass apartment, which is not really small, but it's small for you. I need you to recognize your 610, please. Okay. Um, so he walks in, I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to appease to him in a way because I could feel him being just kind of this insecure person. So, um, and here's the thing where he fucked up. I don't like an insecure nigga. Like as much as I could empathize with insecurity and we all have our own insecurities, knowing how to manage them and knowing how to like move forward. Right. Um, but I can't, I don't want my nigga to be insecure. I'm sorry. I want you to throw me up and throw me across the room. I want that confidence. You, you know what I mean? I want you to just know what the fuck you're talking about. Huh? Instead of just sending like a dodo brain. I want you to just be that nigga. 
I don't want you to just walk in with your head cocked back because you don't want to feel like a giant. Nigga, you are. Own that giantness, right? At least be that gigantic man that you are. <laughs> just own that shit. I'm not attracted to it, but at least you own it. What I am attracted to is confidence, not the facade of confidence. I'm talking about just real confidence. Just be who you are in your essence. And that's why I created this podcast. God built this because I want us to recognize our own self and recognize our power and stand in that, stand in your opinion, stand in your aesthetic, stand in your appearance, stand in your feelings, your thoughts, stand in that. You don't have to apologize for who you are or what you look like. Just know that I'm not going to be fucking with a gigantic ass jolly green giant, but stand in who you are. That's my point, right? That's my point. So anyway, he comes in. <laughs> how many times I can say he comes in? He comes in my damn apartment with his head bent because that's how big he is. That's how tall he is. Okay, Bala Bay has now turned into damn nigga, you tall Bay. Okay, damn nigga, you tall. Ain't no Bay at the end because ooh. But here's the thing: he's not ugly. He's not. It's just not. I'm not attracted. And but his face is fine. Lips are good. Like he's. Fine, either way. I feel like it would have been different if there's a number of things that I would want to change in him, which is already a sign that he's not for me. <laughs> I, I'll be with you if you just change all these things. So meaning you'll be with me if I was somebody else. Yes. <laughs> That's the answer. Um, anyway, he comes in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just move on. So anyway, I feel this insecurity from him. And also I noticed that insecurity manifests itself when people talk a lot. A lot of times when and it comes in two, two different extremes, when you talk a lot and when you don't talk at all, there's something there that's insecure. And with him, he would just keep on talking throughout the night he would just find something random to talk about. And yes, our conversations have been like that. Like he always continued the conversation, but that explains it because he just wants to keep on talking. He just wants to keep the energy there. He just wants to talk. talk, talk, talk. He just wants to talk. And so has interested as I was, because in that time I'm thinking, oh, well, he's, he's consistent, right? That's what I want. I want someone who's consistent. I want someone who can talk to me, someone who wants to talk to me. That's great. Yeah, but that could be disguised by just someone who's super insecure and is talking so much because they don't know when to not, or they don't know when to just be confident in your silence. Like, and I'm not saying every time you're silent, that means you're insecure. Not when I'm saying at all. And every time you're talking a lot, doesn't mean you're insecure, but you know, the difference, you know, there's a difference when someone is talking, uh, because they're so interested, interested in the conversation. And you know, when someone is talking because they're afraid of not talking, they're afraid of what that may look like. So they just want to talk and hopefully what they're saying is good enough for you and they'll be accepted. There's you, you kind of feel the energy in the room and I hope I'm making sense to somebody, but I recognize that. Okay. So he was doing that. He was talking a lot and I'm trying to keep up. Like, how am I trying to keep up with you and you in my home? The fuck? So I'm preparing his play, like, like a fucking wife. What the fuck am I doing? But it's 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 a hospitable thing to do. But it just think about it right now. I, oof, I don't like those whole wifely things when a bitch we we're not even boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> we're not even acquaintances at this 
<laughs> so anyway, um, he's talking up a mug over I don't know what. And he's not showing me like I want that nigga. You know what I mean? Like, I want that same energy. Cause when I tell y'all when we were talking previously, we would have intimate conversations, you know, I'm all for sexting and, you know, kind of, hello, I'm in the mood. What's what? Okay. Now that same sexy talk you want to give me through text, nigga, I'm in your, I'm in your face. What, what you trying to do now? You know? And I'm that same energy in person. Like I give you that energy through text if I want. And then in person, when I'm feeling like it, I'll give you that same energy. I'm not suddenly a shy person. No, because we've created this repertoire. Why not continue it? And why not see it happening in actuality in front of us? So what I expected from him, as soon as you walk into my apartment, I want you to compliment me. Mind you, I was wearing this shirt actually. Okay. For those who's watching um, this episode, I was wearing this shirt. So titties are hanging. Hello? Titties are hanging. Nigga, comment. I need you to comment, right? Titties are hanging. Nipples are protruding. Hello? Mind you, this is a crop top for those who can see, okay? This is a crop top, okay? So you could be sexy and be, and try to fill me up, right? Try to hold me by my waist. But nigga is too tall to reach that. Like he would have to literally bend his torso to reach there. <laughs> so it was like, how can you be sexy with me? Actually, you know, let me just give him that grace because you're too tall to be sexy with me, right? You're like, this is not gonna work. <laughs> so anyway, he wasn't giving me that raw, raw nigga energy. You know, come in, compliment me. Say something sexy like, damn, you look good. Like, give me that energy. And he wasn't doing that. He just kind of, he came in. And what I could what I could say that best describes him, he's goofy. And that makes sense, right? Tell me a 6'10 nigga who ain't goofy. Like, tell me one that's just really manly and like a nigga. I can't find one because I can't see him. <laughs> They're too damn high and they can't see me, but he's goofy as fuck. And I think that it came, and that came across so clearly, you know, he came across talkative because he's insecure and he just want to crack jokes and y'all, I love a joke, right? But shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Know when to be sexy, know when to, you know, finger me fuck I, some, just no when no when that's my point so he's eating my food he complimented that's done I then invite him to the couch and mind you I have to do these things I gotta invite you and yes it's my home so it's cool that he's not making himself so comfortable like he owns his place I, I respect that but as my man or has a man who I'm dating, I want you to take initiative. So I don't give a fuck where we are. Okay. We could be, I don't give, I don't care where we are. My point is grab me by my hand and lead us to our next spot. You know, he could have led me to my couch and be like, okay, so what are we watching? Right? Like something like that where, okay, he's leading me to my couch. And then I put on the show because he's then asking me what we're watching. And I and I have the, the creative control for that, right? But instead, I'm the one leading him, leading this tall ass motherfucker to my couch. <laughs> Hello, Goofy. Bring me to the couch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so we go to the couch. He's sitting down. I'm sitting on, you know, the other side. And he's so fixated on the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is so fixated on the show. So much so that, damn, what what we watching? Like, this, was this the same show that I was watching before I invited you over? Like, it's interesting, but I didn't think it would be that interesting for a man. So apparently, and I've said this, I said this before, he was a professional basketball player. Or he did, uh, he played basketball overseas. So and after that life, he lived in LA, in California um, for a period of time. So he came across, and his tall ass height, he came across a lot of, reality stars, celebrities, ballers, like he came across a lot of people. So some of the people on my screen, he actually knew or had met. And so I guess that intrigued him. And okay, cool. Context of that has made me more understanding of that. But we could watch TV any other time. Like I'm finally in front of your face, right? I'm finally here. I'm finally... Um, and it's not, and here's the thing. I feel like some of you may be thinking, okay, well, maybe he's not attracted to you as you may think he, you know, he should be or whatever. That's not the case. No. And not to be conceited. It's really not. It's just, you could tell if someone's not attracted to you and if someone is just nervous and he was nervous. Okay. He plays, and let me tell y'all this. So he plays, so while he's sitting down, watching the TV. We're talking about whatever's happening and make another conversation that's kind of pointless and not to the point. Um, he places my couch pillow on his lap. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? And mind you, I have two couch pillows on each side. So the one, the part that's closest to him, he's placing both pillows on his lap. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, are you nervous? Like, are you okay? I literally asked him that and he said, no, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm just like, okay. And I don't want to point out the fact that he's holding his pillows on his lap, but I did say, damn, you must love my pillows. Like I'm trying to make it light, but letting him know you're holding my pillows awfully too long. Um, so that was something that I noticed. So I decided, okay, if something's going to happen, I'm going to, going to have to make it happen, you know? And it's not to say you can't, excuse me. It's not to say that you can't, <laughs> I forgot that I'm recording. I'm sorry. My nose be acting silly, but it's not to say that you can't hang out with someone and not be sexual. You know, yes, you can. Of course you can. But my point is that wasn't the energy on the phone. Okay. That wasn't the energy expressed night, nightly, okay? It wasn't. So when you have me right here in the flesh, not to say take advantage, but take advantage, you know, consensually, right? Of course. But look at me, like longingly in my eye. So eventually... I'm sitting close to him, trying to make him feel comfortable. I got to make this tall-ass motherfucker feel comfortable. Look at the odds. <laughs> He's literally a walking odd. But um, I'm sitting close to him. He then, we were talking about something stupid, and he put his hand behind my neck. And mind you, his whole hand 
Like, if he wanted to choke me with just that one hand, he could. That's how big his hands were. And I'm just like, God damn, your hand is so big. <laughs> like, you really big. Like, you tall, big hands, everything. The side. And let me give y'all some understanding of that. So 6'10", um, his foot size is 17. So if that if that could help you visualize what I'm see, what I saw right in front of me, I hope that could help. But let's just he, that's his size. That, those are his numbers, okay? And so he put his hand behind my neck and he kind of pushed my face into his and gave me like a little peck. And I'm thinking, okay, that's a step forward. <laughs> <laughs> like we're moving ahead. And you might be thinking, well, Maxine, if you are realizing that this nigga is just not someone who you find attractive and you are not interested in anything more with him, then why are you caring about him making the moves on you? Let me tell y'all this. When I realized, okay, I don't see long term with this person, but you know what? You're here, I'm here, you're a man, I'm a woman, and I just want that itch scratch. Like, that's just it. Like, you just, I just, in that moment, I decided this is what I want from this. Let it be a one night thing, and you could go on your merry way, be blocked and blessed. Okay, that was my mindset. And that's what I thought. Well, let me just go ahead and make the best of this. Like, I'm just going to make lemonade out of lemons. That's what I'm going to do. And can you t- <laughs> when he first arrived, like the first few minutes, I said to myself, yeah, this ain't going to work out in my head. I said that to myself. And I actually reached out to Educated Bay. <laughs> I texted him just to let him know, hey, I'm in Houston. I'm back in town. Just to kind of open the door for that again. Because y'all know the last time I talked about him, he was supposed to call. Like, he and his communication style is kind of poor. And his communication style is just is poor. It's just very whack. He's extremely busy when it comes to his his work hours, and he is studying for his uh, graduate program. So he has a lot there. And also, and you may say, okay, well, you make time for what you want. And I've said that several times, and I agree with that. And understanding that he has explained to me before that he's not a tech savvy person. Not savvy, but like he's not into technology like that. He's not really on Instagram. He doesn't really have his phone. There's been time when he's left his cell phone at home and he just goes about his day and then he'll come back home and you know he'll follow up on the missed calls or the missed texts. But he hasn't been the type of person to be just fixated on his phone. So he's really an old school nigga. He's only 34, 35, but he definitely has an old school mindset, which I can... I mean, I can respect in a movie, like a romantic movie type of way, but in this modern world, it's frustrating and it's still frustrating, but we have since reconnected and we'll talk about that at the end. But in that moment when Balabe came in, gigantic, jolly green giant Balabe, when he walked in, I said to myself, yeah, I'm going to reach out to a fucking educated bay <laughs> and open that motherfucking door again. Anyway, so Balabe, so we're on the couch. He finally makes the move to kiss me. I let it happen. And then I'm putting more of the gear into things. So 
we kids. The kisses are great. Kisses are great. Um, but also, let's also understand that I haven't kissed in a little while. It's been probably a month since Nigerian Bay. So I was needing some attention. I, I was needing some contact. Let's say that. Some contact. And so this man was readily available and on my couch. So let's go ahead and go for it. So there's more to his goofiness than I can withstand. There was a point when he was massaging my feet, which wasn't really a massage because he was just tickling my feet. I remember before we met, we were still talking consistently and he said, oh, what, you know, what is something that you like? You know, what, what are some things? We were talking about something. And I mentioned to him how, no, when we see each other, I want you to massage my feet. I want a nice, good foot massage. Okay, I got you, no problem. Okay, cool. So now I'm finally here, and this is the jokey-ass response? This is the jokey-ass massage you want to give me? Like, can you just fucking be sexy? Like, can you... But foolish of me to ever expect or desire for a 6'10 nigga to be sexy. Okay. So I was really annoyed because he kept on tickling me and I, I was getting annoyed. I was like, okay, stop. All right. He's like, oh, you don't like it. You don't like it. Like he's trying to be cute, but it was just goofy. Like you so goofy for me. Anyway. So the tickling of the feet really turned me off. Um, he didn't take much initiative that I require in my mate. And I didn't like that. So anyway, in that moment, like I was saying, I want to make the best out of it. Let me just go ahead and see what can be done. So this night is not totally a dud, right? Like at least I could say I got a nut off of this, right? At least I could say I got a nice little kiss after this, a nice little make out or something to kind of get me going. So that's my motivation. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and push the ass on this. So fucking, I lead him to my bedroom. I say, Joe, watch your head. <laughs> he really had to turn his head again um, to enter the doorway. It's the doors that that's a problem for him. But as far as the ceiling is super high in my apartment. So that wasn't an issue. That was fucking weird. But that wasn't an issue. So he comes in the apartment, in my bedroom, actually. And I, there's, I think I go into complete detail. A bitch would, but I feel like some of y'all just be like, damn, Maxine. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let me just say this. Let me just say this as I clear up clear out my nose. Let me just say this. I really, um, I just need to understand. Maybe I need to talk to a man about this because I don't understand how you could get hard and not stay hard. That's, that's the question. Can y'all please Hit me up in my DM and explain what happens when your penis dies down. What happens when that erection is dead? When it's laying there beside me like, hey, wh what happens? Because I want to understand how did this suddenly rock solid dick get flaccid as fuck? What 
gay, Dumbo, like, <laughs> I don't understand what it is. I don't understand what it is because I don't know if it's a medical condition. I don't know if you got overly excited and fucking, you know, you <laughs> just dies down. I don't get that. I'm not a man to understand that. So I really want to, un- I really want to unpack this. So if you are a man out there who's either had erection issues, um, hit me up. Or if you know someone, you know, if you have a friend, but my, my point is he had that problem. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't know if it was a positioning because I don't know what it was, but I want to say as soon as we move to a different position and I'm, and I'm expecting for him to do the work, right? Or I'm like assisting, but like he's more in a dominant position to do the work. I notice a slowdown. I'm noticing uh, an issue not arising, but falling, right? <laughs> an issue falling down because that dick is falling with you. <laughs> the dick is falling down. What's the issue? Like, is there a medical condition I need to be aware of? Um, because this is the second man I came across who's had this issue, and I just don't know what I could do to help you stay hard. What can I do? Maybe it's your diet, maybe it's your mind, like maybe it's the thoughts that go through your mind. Maybe you're not thinking positively enough. What what is it that is contributing to your dysfunction? Okay. So anyway, needless to say, because I've said it very clearly, I hope that was clear enough, but he could not perform. He could not perform. And I was not at all satisfied. Um, so I changed my mind. If that wasn't clear enough, that was another indicator for, for that. And maybe one could say, well, Maxie, maybe you're being hard. (laughs) He wasn't being hard, huh? No, maybe, you know, maybe I'm giving him a hard time because he's a lot of men go through that, right? Maybe that's just a natural thing. And that's cool. That could be a natural thing, but it was an issue after an issue, after an issue, after an issue, after an issue, which one is it that we need to work on? This is our first meetup and we're having all of these issues that I can't get past. And I think at some point in your life, you have to realize your non-negotiables. You have to realize what you will go for and what you will not tolerate, okay? I won't tolerate in an emotional, immature nigga. I won't tolerate a man who doesn't have the intellectual range. I won't tolerate a man who can't perform or who can't please me sexually. There's a lot of things to that. And I think we don't have more of those conversations. We just say, oh, well, he's a good man. Okay, but do I want a good man at this point anymore? Like, what's a good man? What is that? Oh, he has a job. Oh, he's tall, so that makes him a good man. Oh, he believes in the Lord. Okay, but can he dig me down? Fuck. (laughs) can he he's a good man but he doesn't know how to please his woman okay he's a good man but he he's sitting there looking like a goofy goofy ass character because he don't know how to take charge 
But he's a good man, though. That's not the man that I want. That's not it. <laughs> that ain't for me. <laughs> no. Okay, so let's not let's not just sit with our small ass expectations or small ass requirements. Good man, my ass. That it says that's not for me. So he performed got off again, and I just pushed him off. I was like, oh, okay, just kind of, and I did it. I do it in a way that's not um embarrassing as much as I can, right? I can't, I can't explain or I can't make you feel better about yourself as much as you can about your own self, right? So you probably felt embarrassed already. Um, but what I can do is control how I react to not further amplify his personal embarrassment. So I was just like, okay, kind of, oh, let me um, just get up. I gotta, I gotta use the bathroom. Just trying to finagle my way out, <laughs> okay? So he got up. At first he was trying to, I think he was trying to be sexy. I don't know what he was trying to do, but he took a little while to get up off me. Um, but he it didn't take a, that long of a while. It just get up as soon as I say get up. But he did get up eventually. And I went to the bathroom, got myself fixed together. And as I got out, he's sitting on my bed like a little, like, a, you know how you have a kid who just got out of the shower? After, you know, say if you're helping to take shower of your, your nephew, because this is the man I'm talking about. And he sits on his bed waiting for you to pick out his clothes, right? Waiting for you to pick out his shoes. This is what you're going to wear today. I legit got out the bathroom and he was sitting on my bed like he was a child, like waiting for me, period. Waiting for me to tell him what he's going to wear today. Tell him the agenda for today. Nigga, if you don't get the fuck off my bed and get out, what the fuck? He's literally sitting there butt ass naked as I'm ready for him to go. You need to go. So, of course, I got to be cute with it because, you know, some niggas could just turn into rapists at the blink of an eye, right? So I got to try to appease to his ego somehow. So in that moment, I was like, okay. <laughs> And you know that okay people be giving when they're about to leave? Like, okay, well, it was nice meeting you type of okay. That's the okay I was giving. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm clearly, I already put on my clothes because I brought in the bathroom with me my clothes. So I put on my clothes and I guess he got the hint. So thank God he's not, he's good with social gestures, social cues. So he got up and <laughs> his big ass finally got off my bed, um, put his clothes on and we go back into the living room. And I don't know if he was expecting for me to, to just sit back on the couch and him sit back on the couch and we just kind of go about our watching of this show. But no, nigga, you got to go. <laughs> I And the reason why, and I want y'all to understand this because, yes, I'm understanding of sometimes maybe men can't perform in that moment. Maybe something's going on. I'm understanding. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've been with guys who I want to say perpetually has had um erectile issues but um there've been instances when suddenly when I wanted you to get you know get get up you couldn't and it'll be after another round or whatever so i understand there's 
instances when it's not a dysfunction. It's just kind of, I'm just not in the mood right now or something happened. But in this case, we tried it twice. Okay. So initially it was going well, it was going okay. I was, I was on top and I was more of the dominant role. Um, but he wanted to move over and move the, the role for dominance. So, and maybe because his dick was getting hard as I was on top of him, maybe it was something like that. And maybe he just wanted me to not feel that. And he immediately got up. Cause I did notice there was an immediate switch, um, from, from me being on top of him. So him moving, um, I'm thinking, okay, he just wants to get into new position, but maybe that was a, a, a clear indicator that he was not, um, hard anymore. So anyway, he moves on to the new position and I'm like, okay, let's try this new position out. And then he was getting hard again. And so I'm like, okay, cool, great. So then we try it and he suddenly, I want to say like two strokes in, <laughs> Nigga is flaccid again. What is going on? What did you have to eat today? It's your diet. Like literally ED, erectile dysfunction is a diet issue, I would say. And maybe there's more to it, but I think it has a lot to do with your diet. And so when he couldn't get it up again, I was at that point, I was just like, okay, get up and get off me. And that's when I went to the bathroom and got dressed. And so anyway, we moved back into the kitchen, to the living room. And he, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think he was kind of waiting for me to say something. So at that point I said, okay, well, I don't want to, I don't want to leave you up, I, you know, cause I, so he has a dog, he has his own dog and his dog is in his apartment. So I gave that excuse. I was like, well, I don't want to leave you away from your dog for too long. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying in that voice because I'm trying to still placate to this man because I don't want him to feel like now he has to rape me because I've embarrassed him, right? So <laughs> I say that to him, and then he says, Oh, yeah, yeah, I was I was just about to say I gotta go. I'm like, uh-huh, nigga, you was not about to fucking say that, nigga. You was not about to say he was just about to go. If I wanted you right now, you would have stayed. Okay, so don't fucking act like you you was ahead of me, nigga. Please, <laughs> please sit down to that. Please go. Please go. So anyway. I get that little, that little, that little spiel. I'm like, you know, I don't want to leave you away from your dog for too long. <laughs> he grabs his things and he's um, about to, so he's putting his shoes on and I'm like telling him, oh, okay, don't forget this. You know, trying to get, make sure he has everything with him. He leaves me, I guess he bought me a sanitizer, a hand sanitizer. And I didn't know he bought it for me. I thought he was just showing me that. And I guess he bought it for me. And I didn't know that. So I said to him, oh, don't forget your hand sanitizer. He says, oh, that's for you. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Cool. Let's throw the shit away. But um, he walks out. He eventually leaves. I'm like, okay, bye. He's like, okay, bye. And like, it's not hasty. It's not a hasty energy. But he just leaves. And my point is, I feel like a real nigga would have been like, so when am I going to see you again? Or 
are you free tomorrow? Are you free Wednesday? Are you know, like a real nigga wouldn't just fucking leave. Like follow up or not even just that. It's also but literally as I was saying, okay, time to okay, like he didn't kiss me goodbye. He didn't hold me by my waist goodbye. And it was just kind of awkward. Like, like he knew I was turned off with his inability to perform. And he just didn't know how to take away that awkwardness. So he just kind of walks it off. So he literally just walked off. And so I let him out. He finally leaves. And I'm just like, whew. There we go. Here's here's some more content for y'all. Because I just knew this is just hilarious. This is hilarity. This is hilarity walking into my life yet again. And I just find the I find the funny in things that I simply can or cannot control. So that was just a funny moment. So anyway, he walks off, um, didn't kiss me goodbye, didn't make any initiative for the next time. And I'm just just ugh, disgusted with myself, more so because instead, what I should have done, looking back, I should have just ended it there, right? I, instead of me trying to placate to to his ego or to just being this nice girl, I should have just been like, okay, well, it was nice meeting you. I should have found a way to end it, but instead, I said to myself, let me just go ahead and fuck him. Um, so that's, I, I don't like to say regrets, but that's, I could say I regret that for sure. But I mean, that's what it is. I, I was horny and he was available and I did like his kisses. So I did enjoy it for a little bit. But then again, there was moments when I was just like, ugh, I really don't want to fuck this guy. Like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? So there's something that I need to work through for that. But anyway, let's talk about the aftermath. So next day comes and I know... I gotta tell him I changed my mind. Like, I know I gotta confront this awkward moment and I gotta confront my feelings in the meantime. So it is what it is, right? And I think it's also mature of me to even give him the courtesy text of I'm not interested anymore. Because y'all know anytime I ghost the niggas and I just let it be by the wayside. But I felt like, you know what? We did talk consistently for three weeks. Like I could be mature enough to let him know the answer is no, right? I could do that. So he hit me up first, per usual. And instantly I'm just like, oh God. Like, you know how you just so suddenly over somebody? Anything that they do is just annoying. So he asked me first, good morning. And I'm just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go ahead and just rip that band-aid and go through with it. So I sent him the text. I said, hey, it was cool meeting you, but this isn't working for me. <laughs> and take that as you may. But his response was like, wait, what? What happened? Why? I'm confused. Just that was literally his response. And I'm feeling bad because I'm like, damn, I'm sure he really liked me, but. I'm not interested and I'm not going to act like I am. I'm not going to convince myself that I am. Like, I'm not going to fake it till I eventually like him. You know, you know, some marriages are built off of the potential of loving someone. I'm not interested in that. And I'm not even about to marry you. Like, I'm literally just 
dating you or like the, the 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 initial steps of dating you. So never my fucking marriage. But I have to be honest with myself and I have to honor how I feel. So he asked me what would happen. I said, I don't feel I don't feel a romantic connection. That's all I said. I don't want to give into too much detail, but I just had I just said overall I don't feel a romantic connection. That's that's the truth. You know, as soon as he walked in, his tall ass, I was instantly unromantically attracted to him. Okay. <laughs> so that was literally the basis of it all. And I can't look past that. You're suddenly not gonna um be be 6'2, right? You're still gonna be 6'10. I'm still not gonna be attracted to you. So it was that. And it was also there's a number of other things that I didn't like, and I'll get to it in a little bit. But so I said that very clearly. I said, I'm not, there's not a romantic connection. What did I say specifically? Let me look at the text because I haven't looked at our text in a long time. Mind you, we've been talking literally every day since we've connected online. Um, so let me go word by word. So he says, good morning. I says, Hey, I say, Hey, it was cool meeting you, but this isn't working for me. Period. I put the period there on purpose. Cause that's the end of the sentence. Huh? What happened? What did I do? I say the romantic connection isn't there. Oh my gosh. I wrote it wrong. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to, Oh my God. I just realized I did that. Well, hopefully he'll get the typo. I definitely wrote that wrong. I said the romantic connection is there. He said, okay, I'm confused. What went wrong? Maybe he got that I wrote that as a typo. Oh my gosh. I wrote that. Oh my gosh. I feel like, oh my gosh, I hate typos. I feel like correcting him right now and saying, yikes. Oh, that annoys me actually. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I hate that I wrote that typo. But anyway. Mentis, obviously, the romantic connection isn't there. But maybe that's why he wrote, okay, I'm confused. Because if it is there, <laughs> why? <laughs> um. Anyway, but y'all know what I mean. So I said that, and he says, um, he asked me what went wrong. I say, I don't feel it's necessary to share the details. I just know how I feel. I must honor that. And he just says, oh, well, I, and that's that. Um, I dead ass am tempted right now to text him and let him know that I meant to say isn't there. Um, but I'm hoping that he, I'm, I'm sure he got it. I just hate not writing what I mean the first time around, not realizing until now, which is later. Cause it's been two days, I think since our conversation. Oh, I'm annoyed actually. Anyway. That's what I said. And I feel like he, um, <laughs> I'm dead as about to just send him another text. <laughs> I feel so awkward. Anyway, so I said that and I forgot I was about to say after that. Anyway, my point is, I think when we don't, when we don't, um, be honest with ourselves about, are not notable, we essentially dishonor ourselves. But anyway, there's a lot of things that just turn me off. And I noticed a couple of things too, when he, when he and I would converse, his grandma wouldn't be all right. Like, and he went to college, but he didn't complete college um, because he went and had did basketball. But my point is there's some things that I just can't ignore. He uses the wrong two. Okay, so he used T-O instead of T-O-O, when he wants to use in 
excessive language, right? When you say too much, instead he's writing it T-O much and he's saying, but he's obviously meaning T-O-O. Anyway, I know that sounds like a little thing, but my point is I'm an English teacher and what the fuck, that bothers me. Um, but my point is, I think that, I think that, um, I think that, uh, I don't know, I, honestly, I'm just really know that I made that typo. I'm mad about to text him afterwards. And I was conversing with my friend and I was like beating myself up about just how it turned out because it was not, uh, I feel like this is a, a pattern in my dating situations. Like I find something wrong and I'm just instantly not interested anymore. And though my, my turnoffs may be, and I do believe that they are valid. I believe that I should receive what I am looking for, right? I, I, I should receive someone who I find intellectually engaging. I should receive someone who is emotionally mature and emotionally intelligent. I should receive someone who I am physically attracted to. I should, like all of these things I should receive. So whenever I spot someone who shows a lacking or just a complete absence in any of those things, it is well within my right to withdraw myself from that situation. Yet in that moment, right after I was feeling like, I was feeling like, um, I was feeling like just bad, like, damn, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the one who's fucked up. Maybe, maybe there are some things that are petty. That shouldn't be a big deal, but I really can't name anything that are, that is petty that I have realized the turnoff for me. Like, I, and I was talking to myself before and I was saying, I was bringing up Church Bay and how, remember Church Bay? And I said how he doesn't have a strong taste palate. He doesn't eat good food. He eats fast food and cereal. And that shit's a turnoff for me because I feel like, and, and some of the things I told him, I was like, oh my gosh, you got to try these ribs. And he's never had ribs before. He's never had certain things that I feel like you should just have. Like, what do you mean you never had ribs before? What do you mean you never had lamb or steak? Steak? You never had steak? Like, literally, he's never had those things before. And I felt like, um, I felt like that was a sign of his lack of maturity, his lack of experience. And when you add on the fact that he is four years my junior, it just made my stance stronger. Anyway, so I just feel like that, some people may look at that as, girl, you tripping because he he never had steak before. Like some people may look at that as trivial, right? But it's not trivial. And I think I just needed a refresher that, there's nothing wrong with what I look at as a non-negotiable for me. There's nothing wrong with that. And that makes me picky, which is not picky. It's just that there's a lot of women out there who are of my same caliber, per se. I'm not romantically interested in women like that. But there's a lot of women who are like my caliber. So why is it that? amongst my gender, amongst my peer group, who is mostly made up of women. We are similar in many ways, but yet in my male dating pursuits, 
I'm struggling to find someone who has the same makeup as me. That's my problem. So it's not about being picky. It's not about just, it's about like, sometimes we settle as women. We settle for these niggas who don't know what a 401k is. We settle for niggas who are just tall as fuck. <laughs> who can't get it out. I don't know. <laughs> but we settle. We settle for things that we normally wouldn't settle for, but we do it because, well, there's a lack of men, right? Or, well, there's a lack of good men out there and just put up with it or just help him with that. And I don't want to. I'm the, I'm the one who doesn't want to. I'm that woman, right? I'm that woman who's not going to settle for that. And... That means being single longer than um, I may want to. And that's just what it means. But I just don't feel like it serves me to settle for something I'm not interested in. Like, why am I forcing myself to like you if I'm not attracted to you? The fuck? This ain't going to work out. So I just hope that whoever is listening to this and it resonates with you, I hope that this could inspire you to continue to not settle, but to... um to continue to stand in what you see as your non-negotiables. So let me be a, let me be that leading force for you. Let me be that, um, that, that assurance for you, but just don't fucking settle. Like I'm not saying for nobody who I just, I'm just not into and who is goofy as fuck, who's too tall for me, who I'm not attracted to anyway. But this, so I looked into it cause my, I was speaking to my friend and she referenced a link for me. There is actual condition for people who are 6'10 and taller. Um, I don't know if it actually starts at 6'10", but being that he is 6'10", and he has, also, he has these hunched shoulders. Like, how are you 6'10", and your shoulders are hunched? Like, what the fuck is going on with your body? But it's an actual medical thing. It's called gigantism. And let me just read it direct from this link um, from the Barrow Neurological Institute. Gigantism is described as accelerated growth during childhood from the production of excess growth hormone, okay? By definition, gigantism must occur during childhood before the growth plates in the long bones of the body, for example, the femur or humerus, have closed. Adult condition called acromegaly, okay? So gigantism is most often caused by a benign tumor. So there's niggas walking around with a tumor, Girl, I gotta go. I gotta go. Mind <laughs> he had this thing. I remember my ex and one time I was like, how long have you been this tall? He said ever since he was a freshman in high school or junior in high school, but a long, long time. So it's a real thing. Um, it's not working for me. It's not. So I changed my mind. And I'm gonna head out here. I'm interested in hearing your response to my yet again disappointing discovery in um, someone who I thought I was interested in, who I am no longer. And I want you guys to please subscribe, leave a review, bless me with five stars, and I look forward to this conversation, look forward to your comments, and 
that's about it. I'm going to end it here. Also, if you are interested in more content, exclusive content, subscribe to our Patreon page at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash God Built This. And you will find exclusive content of this podcast there. So thank you again for all my subscribers, supporters, everyone who just reach out to me and give me your take on whatever I said here on this podcast. Sometimes I'll be saying things from episodes ago and literally I'm giving you guys insight, a window into my life, into my mind, into my thinking, into my, into everything. So when I am doing that, I've already moved from that thought or of our, or I've already expanded from that thought. So when, when someone reached out to me like a couple of days later, a couple of weeks later about a previous episode, I have to then remind myself, oh yeah, I did say that. Oh yeah, I did feel those feelings or think those thoughts. And I had to go backwards into that thinking or I have to just kind of remember it. Um, so it's very interesting when I have these conversations with some of my listeners and they bring up something that I've said. And I have to remind myself, oh yeah, I did say that. Let me give you guys some context for why I said it. So it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, this is literally a journey that I am inviting you all into to hopefully relate, to bring awareness and conversation about some topics that are personal to me, that are um, a passion of mine to discuss. And I hope this can create more conversations around just anything that I that I talk about on my podcast. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end it here. I thank you all for tuning in and be blessed. God bless. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Be sure to leave a review, give me five stars, and of course, subscribe. Also, follow God Built This Podcast on Instagram at God Built This Pod. God bless.